Podcast. It's Build a Big Podcast, the marketing podcast for podcasters. David Hooper with you. Bigpodcast.com is the site. That's where I live. Helping you to grow your podcast, get more people to your podcast. Make people care about your podcast. That's how we're going to do it. And on this episode, I'm going to be going through some ways for you to do just that. Make a better podcast so people care about it. Make impact with your message. One month ago, my new book was released. It's called 101 Podcast Episode Templates. If you're looking for easy ways to get people to your podcast, pretty much got it laid out for you. 101 ideas. You're not going to use all of them. Just pick a few. There are podcasters who have literally built entire series of podcasts based on one of these templates. It can be done. You find one. It works for you. By all means, keep at it. But if you want to be a better host, if you've got that inkling that eh, maybe there's something a little bit better than what I'm doing, this is going to give you a lot of ideas. It's on Amazon right now. It is only 99 cents today. So go grab it before the price goes up. 101 podcast episode templates. That book was one of my big goals for the year. I've got a lot of different things in varying states of completion on my hard drive. So at the beginning of the year, I wrangled it all together, evaluated it. So I'm going to do this, then I'm going to do this, and then I'm going to do this. The 101 book is already out. I've got a podcast launch planner coming out in a couple months. That's only part of what I wanted to do, though. We all start the year with big plans. Does that sound familiar? If so, this is my thought on that. As long as you are pointed in the right direction and moving forward, you will get to where you want to go eventually. In this issue of Big Podcast Insider, I've got some good news about getting traffic to your podcast via Google, a way to create custom music for your podcast via robots, and also the opportunity you have to connect to your listeners by being funny, even if you're not a comic. Think of this episode as a bunch of little mini episodes. And when you hear this sound, that's how you'll know that I'm going to the next topic. Let's start with Google, getting more traffic to your podcast. This is a good opportunity for you because Google rewards content for being different, not just better. A lot of people are into SEO, search engine optimization. And let's say you're looking at doing this for your article for a podcast episode. You will hear people say that it needs to be more complete. It needs to go deeper, more detailed. And that's good in theory, right? You can understand that. If I've got a 500-word article that tells you how to do something, let's say how to start a podcast, that is arguably not as helpful as something that would be 2,000, 3,000, 5,000 words. The books that I have on this, the one I just mentioned, 101 podcast episode templates, they are longer than a blog article. And let's just look at that number. 101, arguably better than 10, arguably better than 20. So this makes sense. More is better. After all, this is America, right? <laughs> Bigger is better. Is that true though? Well, not exactly. There's a lot of copycat content on the web. You certainly heard this with the podcast episodes that you listen to. You listen to one entrepreneurship podcast. It's the same as the next entrepreneurship podcast, which is the same as the next entrepreneurship podcast. Google doesn't necessarily want more of the same. They know that you have already seen the same articles. You've heard the same podcast episodes. So what they are doing is they are looking for something different. The goal of Google, when you search for something, is to keep you on Google, keep you going back to Google. That way they can use you for your data. They can serve ads to you. And one of the things that they like is what they call combined content. Because that combined content is different, even if you cover similar topics, it's going to give you an advantage when it comes to search engine results pages. Meaning, when I search for how to podcast in Google, that page that pops up, the page that lists 
how to start a podcast results. And you may be thinking, well, I do a podcast. I don't do articles. Google does audio SEO. Now that we're all on YouTube, which Google owns, everything's being transcribed. They know exactly what is in the audio that you have. Audio is a first-class citizen on Google, meaning when you go to the top of Google, you'll see web, images, video, and audio is getting more and more important to them. Google loves audio at that level. What's the easiest way to do combined content? Interviews, co-hosts, bringing in different people, combining them with your knowledge. You come up with a different episode every single time. Question is, how do you easily do this? A lot of the people that you want, they're not tech savvy. A lot of the people that you want, maybe they've never been on a podcast. I'm not gonna give you something to do without giving you a solution. Riverside is the way I would do that. Riverside's used by over 70,000 people and companies. Gary Vee uses Riverside. Guy Raz, how I built this, he uses Riverside. Spotify uses Riverside. The New York Times uses Riverside. It's super easy to use. It's more or less like using your web browser. You send somebody a link. It pulls it up on the Chrome browser. Speaking of Google, everything is built in. Plug a mic into your computer. You're going to sound like you're in the studio because that is the studio. The Riverside Studio is within Chrome. There's nothing to download, no special tech requirements. You simply have your guests click on a link. You click on a link. You are connected much like a Zoom call, except it sounds so much better. It records locally. There are no glitches, burps, weird sounds. It uploads those local files to the cloud. It combines them you've got your podcast that you can edit. Everything's on separate tracks. It's super easy to bring into your digital workstation, your DAW, Audacity, Pro Tools, whatever you use. Chop it up, edit it, you are good to go. Right now, you can try Riverside for free. If you visit riverside.fm, there's a trial option for you just to check it out, just to see if it's for you. And if you use the code BIGPODCAST, B-I-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, should you decide to keep going with it, it's 15% off any membership plan, riverside.fm use the code b-i-g-p-o-d-c-a-s-t get 15 percent off check it out interviews co-hosting it's a great way for you to take advantage of google's algorithm and start driving more traffic to your podcast <laughs> let's talk about that traffic what does a thousand listeners look like i want you to think about that several years ago al Benetta, unless you're in the music business that name might not mean anything to you, you might have heard of john prine though john prine was who al Benetta managed Together, they put together an independent record label called Oh Boy. It's still going on. This was in 1981. That's when they founded it. Both these guys lived and died by their marketing decisions. One of the conversations I had with Al, he told me about mortgaging his house. He basically borrowed against his house so they would have enough money to go into the studio, press this album, then get John on tour. I said, man, that's a bull move, Al. He said, well, I knew I was going to make it back. The guy was confident in himself. So there are a lot of lessons that you can learn from a guy named Al Bonetta. One of the things that he told me, he said, I think every musician needs to see what 1,000 copies of their music looks like. Meaning, if you got 1,000 CDs, you need to see those CDs stacked up. 1,000 albums, vinyl records, you need to see what that looks like. And he was talking to me about that. Picking up those pressings from the plant, got them in the back of a van, back of a car. Look, I've done it. <laughs> CDs, they used to come in boxes of 25. So imagine that. You've got 40 of these boxes of 25. And there was always an overrun. You would start with 1,100. Some of the CDs would get damaged in the pressing. So you go for a 10% overrun. As they got better and better at manufacturing, they weren't messing up as many of those in manufacturing. You'd end up with 1,100 CDs. So you got 44 boxes. And that's what he meant by that. Every musician needs to see 1,000 copies of what their music looks like. We throw these big numbers around. Oh, I got half a million downloads. My podcast has 2 billion downloads. All right, yeah, we get it. We get it. 
But have you ever seen what a thousand copies of a book looks like? Have you ever had 1,000 people in the same room watching you speak? If you're a podcaster with only 100 downloads or whatever your number is that you're throwing out there, I want you to think about that. How big is your audience? If you really know, you're going to approach your podcast differently. If I was giving a speech this afternoon to 100 people, I'm going to prep for that a lot differently than if I've got a nameless, faceless audience on the radio. The radio, podcasting, we feel like we're all alone. Right now, I'm in a five by eight closet. It's tricked out. It's nice. (laughs) But it's still a closet. It's a whole lot different than me standing on a stage in front of 100, 200, 500, 1,000 people. When you know that you are dealing with real people who are investing real time in listening to you, you will approach your podcast differently. And simply knowing this is going to make you have a better podcast, the kind of podcast that does attract people, that does get people excited, that does get people to tell their friends. I've got some photos and more information linked for you at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Go there, look at these photos, get into this mindset. We are dealing with real people with real lives and we are making impact on those people or we can just phone it in. Your choice. But my suggestion for you, go to newsletter.bigpodcast.com, look at these photos, look at this information, and let's make something happen. Consumers are looking for humor, but brands aren't delivering. I'm not a TV watcher, but a few nights ago, my wife and I streamed HGTV. You know that show? (laughs) They call it a network, but it's really the same show. They buy a house, fix it up, sell it for a bajillion dollars, It's the same show every time. Doesn't matter what it's called. What you want to watch on HGTV? Ah, whatever. It's the same show. And I'm not paying for this. It just comes through my Roku. So the deal for the free content, free content, is they make you sit through some commercials. The same commercial for Bear Aspirin came on four or five times in a row. Hey, we're going to go to a commercial break. Boom. Four or five commercials for Bear Aspirin. It was on repeat. And it was depressing as hell. It's some guy sitting there, looked like he just had a concussion or he'd just been through something, man. And he's sitting there, he's like, "Uh, I didn't know what I was going to do. Apparently, he just had a heart attack or he had had a heart attack and he's taking baby aspirin or whatever. It's helping him not have a heart attack, but his daughter, she's sitting next to him and she had had a heart attack and he's thinking about all this. Anyway, my wife looks at me. She said, every other ad we've seen on here is funny. And they are funny. HGTV, it's like an ad with a drag queen or something or people dancing. And you got this bear guy. Oh, I didn't know what I was going to do. Why do you think those ads are funny? Consumers are looking for humor. That's why my Instagram account is so hilarious. Have you seen it? Big Podcast One, that's a username. Look it up. Instagram.com slash Big Podcast One. It's not going to be hilarious to everybody, but it's definitely funny for podcasters. And if you're looking to have a better connection with your audience, make it more memorable, make it more exciting for them to listen to and not be depressed. Uh, I didn't know what I was going to do. Got to bring more humor to your podcast. I've got a great place to start. Talks about inside jokes and how to come up with them. This is linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. It's not like you're sitting in a writer's room. Inside jokes, they happen automatically. and You've probably already got them. But this deconstructs how they are created. You're probably already doing this. Go to newsletter.bigpodcast.com, take a look at it, add some of these elements into your podcast. I'm not trying to get you to tell jokes or anything. I'm just trying to get you to connect with people in an insider way. You want to feel like you're an insider. You want to feel like you belong. Seeing the old guys from the neighborhood, oh man, you know, you feel that sense of belonging. 
That's what I'm trying to get you to do with your listeners. It can be done. And I've got it linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Custom music using robot composers. (laughs) Not really robots. AI, we'll call them robots though. It's fun to think about that. Soundpiece, it's an AI music generator that lets you create the exact music that you need. BPM, that's beats per minute, the tempo of the song. If you want something minimalist, a little bit more produced, it can be done and it can be done automatically. It's 100% royalty-free, meaning that it is legal. You don't have to worry about getting a takedown notice from your media hosting company, demonetization on YouTube, none of that. You just tell Soundpiece what you need, they hook you up. It is automated. You literally press a button, a few seconds later, boom, you got the music that you need. You can create unlimited royalty-free songs right from your browser. Again, it's got melodies, chord progressions, beats. You can access the platform from your digital audio workstation. Uses a plugin. So if you've got Audacity, Pro Tools, whatever you got, you get into a situation where you're editing your podcast, you think, oh man, music will work great here. No reason to leave your editing. You can add the music right there from the editor. You're going to be able to generate and access thousands of unique loops and samples. I got the info for you at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Hey, I mentioned YouTube. Let's talk about your podcast on YouTube because there's some great things. We mentioned transcription. Google is transcribing all YouTube podcasts, so that helps with search. Music, mm, you can kind of use music on YouTube, any music. They've got deals with publishing companies and copyright owners. Everybody's being paid out, but if you use music that's not yours, you don't get any of that payout. This is the biggest thing that I see with YouTube and podcasting, though. Most of the time, video doesn't add anything. And video can actually take away from the good experience listeners have with your podcast. Here's the danger. If you use video when you're recording, people start playing to the video audience. And that video audience is limited. We're podcasters. This is an audio medium. You listen when you're in the car. You listen at the gym. You listen when you're doing another task. That's your biggest audience. And if you neglect that audio audience, and that means not describing things that you're seeing, that's one of the big ones. Somebody will be doing a video podcast. Oh man, that's a great shirt. Don't say anything about the shirt. Man, you got to bring people in. Theater of the mind is what we're building here. If your audience can't see it, it might as well not exist. Now look, I get it that some people like to do podcasting with video. They feel more rapport. That's fine. The best reason I've heard for doing video is when you're setting something up with a guest. If there's some tech issues, you can see what's going on. Hey, hold up the connector, let me see that. Hold up the mixer, let me see that. Where are your knobs set? Where are you on the mic? Oh, you're talking to the wrong side of the mic? Move the mic around. In situations like that, it's super helpful to be able to see what your guest is doing. But at the point where you have everything set up and the guest is sounding good, cut the video off. You heard me talk earlier about riverside.fm. I like Riverside. Riverside is a sponsor of the podcast. Riverside has a video component. I suggest you go to riverside.fm, use the code BIGPODCAST, one word, B-I-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Check out what they are doing. But I do not recommend that you release video. I do not recommend that you even record video. Say hello, let people see the room, let them know that you're a real person, then have that demarcation point. We are interviewing now. You're going to make yourself more memorable because of the video. That does help because you're not going to look like everybody else. But when it comes to actually recording the podcast, turn the video off, focus on the audio. It's your voice going into a listener's ear. I want you to think about that. That's powerful. So you need to focus on it. Don't be distracted by the guy with a guitar in the background or his cool shirt, whatever. Don't have that distraction. Sit there, 
listen to his voice, listen to your voice, because that is what your listener is hearing. For more thoughts on this, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. That's it. We're halfway through the year. Look, you're doing all right. You're here listening to Build a Big Podcast. I know you're working on your podcast, but you need a little more help. I got some stuff for you. Bigpodcast.com. If you haven't already subscribed to this podcast, that's going to be your first step. Bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. I've got three buttons for you. One for iPhone, one for Android, one with an RSS feed. I'm here at least once a week, sometimes more, talking about how to connect with your audience, talking about how to build a bigger audience because of that. And Get that audience to share your message. My job is to help you spread your message. That's what it is, full stop. I wanna help you get your message out there. And by doing that, you're gonna help people. You're gonna make a living for yourself, be able to provide for your family. All sorts of opportunities can happen. Did you hear the last episode, Joe Saul Sihai? Joe got a six-figure deal simply because he was passionate about sharing a message. Started out doing that, became something else. Book publishers came to him. As a matter of fact, he had a bidding war, six-figure book deal. That's how it happens. It all starts with thinking about the audience that you want to serve and getting a message to them in the way they want it delivered. And that's what I focus on here. So go to bigpodcast.com, hit one of those three options, Android, RSS, or iPhone. I'll get you set up on every single episode as it comes down. If you don't like it, you don't like it. Unsubscribe, that's okay. I'm not going to be sad about it, but do try it. Bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. And if you want those 101 episode templates, I got them for you, man. They're on Amazon. It's on sale today, 99 cents. Everything's linked to the episode notes and you can get those at podcast.bigpodcast.com. Thanks for listening and I'll see you on the next episode of Build a Big Podcast.